You're listening to Orange County's only station with critical business information, Critical Mass, with your host, Rick Franzi. Welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass Coast to Coast. I am your host, Rick Franzi, and this business talk show airs live on Tuesdays and Wednesdays at 4 p.m. and Thursdays at our special time of 3 p.m. All of our shows can be heard live here on Internet Radio Station OCTalkRadio.net, spanning the globe with our message of the power of peer learning. If you're listening to the show in the future as a podcast, we encourage you to consider listening to our show live during our broadcast times. Critical Mass Coast to Coast is brought to you through our partnership with Renaissance Executive Forums business owners in select markets across North and South America. Executive Forums is an international organization committed to helping members take their business to the next level. This show is brought to you by our commercial sponsors, Succession Strategies, Smart Business Magazine, and Decision Toolbox. The goal for this show is to help you, our listening audience of CEOs and business owners, to make better and more informed decisions. We do that by interviewing guests who have experiences that they will share with you that will allow you to learn from their experience and possibly adapt or adopt it for your business. I'd like to welcome Wendy Welsh, who is CEO, and in her firm, that stands for Creator of Exclusive Originals, and her firm is Outside the Box Events. Wendy, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me. Tell us a little bit about your professional background, Wendy. <laughs> well, unfortunately, it's gotten longer as I've gotten older. <laughs> but um, I uh, started out really working for the NBA for the San Antonio Spurs, which was a absolute fantastic experience. Um, obviously, we're just focused on sports there, but it was... Uh, wonderful and got the opportunity to actually uh, plan their first championship parade and been doing their parades ever since been lucky enough to have four in san antonio but um after working for the spurs for seven years uh, you know i realized how much i loved working on the event side of it and didn't want to just focus on sports anymore i wanted to bring other things into it and so that's really how outside the box events came about talk about outside the box events uh, interesting name so share a little bit about how you came up with the name but then also tell us what's unique or different or special why do clients pick your firm to handle their events over maybe another organization sure um well first of all uh the name really came about because of kind of exactly what you're saying you know why are they going to choose my firm over others and you know just what i found was just you know people are looking for something different. I mean, you know, events obviously been going on for a long time. Um, eight years ago, ten years ago, I guess, when I started, you know, the business, you could really see that, you know, things were getting stale. Things needed to be hyped up. And that's where I came in. And I just thought, you know, anyone can put some centerpieces on a table and bring in some music and, you know, put a rubber chicken dinner on your plate, you know, but what was different about it and why are people going to continue coming to your event year after year? Um, and so that's why I came up with outside the box. That's what we do. And we say, Hey, we don't want to put on an event. If people aren't going to use that event is their kind of earmark, you know, the people that are talking afterwards, Oh, we went to this one event. We saw such and such, or we did this. It was really cool. We want to be those people that are starting those talks and starting the trends. And when those become trendy and everyone else is doing it, we want to come up with the next thing. So 
um, I think, uh, you know, that's twofold. That's why the, my name, my company, that, and that's why people choose our firm. Our tagline is, we make pigs fly. So <laughs> we try to do that <laughs> as much as possible. And we do have a flying pig mascot. It is true. Only in Texas, I guess. Only but in Texas. That's right. Hallelujah. Um, <laughs> so you really hold yourself and your firm to a, a very high standard. It is it is a challenge, right, to constantly be reinventing the service offerings for your clients and for the marketplace. So um, being a leader in innovation like that, uh, you really have to have that mindset and then bring a culture, I would think, of employees who who like to try new things, who who don't want to do everything the same way because that may be safe and sure, but it may get stale and boring. Is is that true, Wendy? That's so true. That's right. And I think, you know, that's a good lesson for all of us out there. And, I mean, you know, the things that, you know, worked yesterday aren't necessarily going to work tomorrow. And let's face it, you know, we've come to a point into our social media age that it's, it can't, I mean, you know, I remember even as soon as five years ago, you know, you'd create a couple of commercials for clients and they'd roll those out and, you know, make a media buy and, you know, you'd roll your commercials and hopefully people would come in and you'd change out your commercials two times a year. I mean, that is just very seldom works anymore for most types of businesses. And, you know, so now it's about not coming up with two new campaigns a year. It's every day you have to be current. And, you know, I know a lot of firms and people that are still, you know, counting on internal people to handle their social media. And I always tell them, I say, you know, maybe when it first came out, you know, oh, we're going to have us, we're going to start a Facebook. Oh, what's this Twitter thing? You know, we're going to be doing that. But I don't think people realize the validity of it now. I mean, it is out there. It is the way people are tuning in. It is the way people get their information. Um, you know, not just those two things, but any type of social media. I mean, YouTube, you know, you name it. Um, any type of, you know, picture units out there. I mean, these are how people are getting their information. And that takes a lot of work every day to come up with, well, what's new? How are we current? How are we interacting with our clients? You know, and our PR clients, you know, we, we always say that. Let's just not put a, put it in their face, hey, we have this great thing. No, we want to engage them. So, for example, if I want to you know, promote my company. Well, you know, we put on events, but I don't want to just say, hey, we put on great events, so you can choose us. Look at me. <laughs> it has to be more interactive and engaging them on a daily basis. So, for example, you know, we could say, hey, come to our website because we keep up on all the current events in Texas. Anything you want to know, that's where we're at. Or come to our site to look at, you know, great ideas. You can do at your own house for your New Year's party coming up, your Christmas party coming up. It has to be current and it has to be every day and it has to be visual. Um, that's just how people operate today. Um, and it's, it, it is a lot of work. And so the validity of that, especially with, you know, DVRs and satellite radio and all of that and people just getting hit and bombarded every day, you've really got to kind of stay on top of it. And you've got to think of something that's interesting to your demographic. And instead of telling them what you do, you need to engage them and show them. Opinion, is it easier or harder now for companies to get their message into their clients' and prospects' minds? <laughs> That's funny you ask that because you would think it's easier with, you know, constant contact and email blasting and this and that, but it's not because everybody's doing that. So you're constantly getting bombarded every day. I mean, I'm sure you, you know, get 50 emails in your inbox every day with just stuff that's going on. You know, how do you kind of discern from all that? 
So I would say that it's harder. That's my opinion. And, um, you know, and that's when we really focus on, you know, the event side of things for our clients because, um, you know, a good example, we're, uh, we work with, uh, Inside Magazine here. They're a social, you know, media magazine here in town and they're great. And, um, you know, but they can't just go out and sell advertising. It's just, it's, you have to engage your clients once again. So, um, the answer to that was to do, uh, monthly mixers, uh, business mixers. So now they're mixing with their current clients. They're meeting new clients. They're showing off their product. They're engaging their clients within their magazine. I mean, it's just, it's a great way. To, and I think a great example of the new advertising and the new marketing. Um, they also hold the yearly gala, which we're getting ready to do for them next next week, and they bring a charity in. So now they're showing that, hey, we don't just take from the community, we give back. Um, we're going to do some outside-the-box events, outside-the-box things at this event. We're going to have some fun, and once again, we're engaging clients and we're meeting new ones. So I think those are all examples of how it really takes being out on the pavement, so to speak, um, with with your potential demographics. I find it interesting when we have guests on who are knowledgeable about social media, as you clearly are, Wendy. And, I, and I'm talking with Wendy Welsh, who is the CEO of Outside the Box Events, uh, that it seems to me that proper application of social media marketing actually leads to more of a community where in-person events become almost a natural outgrowth of this technology. It sort of comes full circle then back to thoughtful social media marketing leads to really great in-person engagement of your community. Is is that what you're saying? That's kind of what yeah, I'm hearing. Yeah, and you know what? You really put that well because I think that's exactly it because the other thing, you know, we have to watch in the social media world is the non-human contact anymore. You know, we always, I always laugh at Facebook, you know, and all these quote friends that are, you know, on there when truly many of them are not friends, let's face it. Um, but, uh, you know, that's the thing is you have to turn it back around and say, okay, well now we're, we're going, this is going to lead into that personal contact because most of the true business, the contract signing, the things that really happen, happen outside the office. <laughs> so you got to think outside the box because it's, 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 you know, not happening in, you don't usually go in for a meeting and like, Hey, let's sign the contract. It usually happens at this event. Hey, yeah, we would really love to work with you. And let's talk more about that. You know? Um, so you're absolutely right. It leads to something great. And even the old days of, Hey, let's put out a press release and let's have a press conference. I mean, I remember even when I first started my business, how many of those we were doing. And I can honestly say, I don't think I've done a press conference in at least two years. Um, why does the media just want to come out and watch people standing at a podium and talk? No, you've got to come up with an engaging plan and, you know, uh, something fun for them to see. They want to have visuals. I mean, uh, TVs, are, you know, different broadcast stations, and they're competing more than ever. Um, and so, you know, you have to – they want visuals that are engaging. So events can do that. So instead of doing that, let's hold an event, and that's a way to get out our, our message and talk to people. Such an interesting conversation, and I appreciate you sharing a bit of what you know in this area. We're going to take our commercial break. We'll be back, ladies and gentlemen, in two to three minutes. And when we come back, Wendy, I wonder if you can share your thoughts on kind of the focus on the economy of luxury marketing events. You know, we're talking about these events, and, I mean, it takes a lot of time and energy and you want to make an impression that's lasting. And so I, I know that your firm is very capable of doing that. So would you share some of your lessons learned and ideas about that when we come back? 
Sure, you bet. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show. This is our coast-to-coast version. Our guest today is coming to us, as you can tell, from Texas. And Wendy Welsh, who is the CEO of Outside the Box Events, will be back with us after this commercial timeout. Can we talk about your family business? You know, that thing you put your whole life's blood, sweat, and tears into? Well, what happens when you retire or try and pass that business on to your children? At Succession Strategies, we can help you find the answers. We'll guide you through the unsettling process of protecting your family legacy and successfully passing your business on to the next generation, safely and securely ensuring that it'll both survive and thrive for generations to come. So ask yourself just one question. Can I really afford to wait? Take the first step. Take our complimentary self-assessment at SuccessionStrategies.com or call us at 714-560-9022 to set up a free consultation at your convenience. That's Succession-Strategies.com. Smart Business Network is a business-to-business multimedia company providing insight, advice, and strategy for C-level executives of fast growth, middle market, and large companies. As one of the nation's largest publishers of local management journals, under the Smart Business name, Smart Business Network publishes 19 regional print editions, presents dozens of large and small-scale business conferences and award programs, and produces a vibrant interactive digital media presence. For more information, visit us at www sbnonline.com When it comes to pioneers in their respective industries, we all know the Apples, Starbucks, and Trader Joe's of the world. In the realm of recruiting, Decision Toolbox is the industry's best-kept secret. With 90% of their business from referrals and repeat customers, for over 20 years, Decision Toolbox's U.S.-based team of recruiters, sourcers, professional writers, quality personnel, and tech support has perfected a Six Sigma approach to talent management. No matter the size of the project, Decision Toolbox delivers incredible results. A cost per hire less than half of what contingency firms charge. With the winning candidate presented in an average of 14 days. All with a 12-month candidate warranty. With results like that, Decision Toolbox won't be a secret for long. Visit us at www.dtoolbox.com for more information. back to this episode of Critical Mass Coast to Coast. I am your host, Rick Franzi. Our audience demographic is 98% business owners and executives who listen to learn from our guests. If your firm is interested in reaching these top decision makers, then advertising on our radio show may be the answer. Each month, our sponsors gain valuable exposure through their support of our show. If you'd like to learn more about advertising, then call our Department of Advertising at 949-887-4104. Wendy Welsh is our guest today. She is CEO of her firm, Outside the Box Events. Before the break, Wendy, I'd ask if you might share a little bit of your expertise and experience in the luxury marketing events and kind of the economy and just give us a general sense for where the state of that part of the industry is. Sure. I mean, you know, obviously uh, we're we're lucky we're here in the state of Texas and, you know, and I think some things have affected us slightly less, um, but I think just as we all know in general, um, 
gone are the days of, you know, anyone just throwing a party on and spending a, a lot of money throughout the year on, on various events. Um, I mean, the perfect example is corporate, you know, holiday parties. Uh, we used to put on 10, 15 of those as much as we could squeeze in in our time. And, um, you know, I think we're doing three this year. So, you know, you have to be you have to be a lot more focused and a lot more pinpointed on how is this money going to work for me? And, um, is it going to, am I focusing on keeping my employees happy so we can get, you know, production up or am I focusing on taking care of my clients or future clients or is a combination thereof? And I think most people have gone to a combination thereof. Um, and, um, kind of like what we were talking about before the break, um, how, how are these, what are these events now, you know, and how are they different? But what's interesting, Rick, is I don't think that, you know, the answer is to now say let's just spend less. I think you just have to get more focused and pinpointed on what it is you can do. For example, we do a lot of uh, work with a lot of 501c3 um, nonprofits in town, and um, a lot of times their first inclination, you know, like a lot of us is, you know, well, how do we spend the less? How do we get everything traded? How do we, you know, not spend money but make money? And it's just, it's, it's, it really is almost impossible really to do that. And, you know, I always encourage them, instead of doing that, let's just do one thing instead of trying to do three medium things throughout the year. Let's just do one thing great. Um, a perfect example in town is a uh, um, great, great school um, called Brighton, um, and they created a school all-inclusive um, for children with and without disabilities and um it's a it's a great organization and we put on an event every year for them um that's luxury it's tasting it's people um that want to come out and have a good time and um you know they buy a ticket and they get the best wine the best food the best music they can be in the vip room and i want to say in 2007 when you know they were trying to do it less they maybe had 1,500 people coming. Um, now we sell out at over 7,000 people. I mean, we just can't fit anybody, any more bodies in, you know, because people know, hey, that's one event that's going to be on my calendar every year because I go and it's awesome and, you know, every year they give us something new and that's, that's on my calendar for every year. 7,000 um, people, that is yes. huge. Yeah, and that, that was just since 2007, you know, that we grew it and that was... Um, when, you know, they brought outside the box on and said, you know, what do you think you can do? And, you know, I think, you know, together we just said, hey, we need to do this right. Um, we get the sponsor backing behind us to, you know, make that happen or, or don't do it. Um, and that's just what I advise a lot of people. And I know people that are looking to start events, um, I always tell them, look, if you're not committed for at least three years to this, um, you know, unless it's a one-time event, of course, but, you know, if they're not committed to that, they shouldn't do it because mm. the first year is always the hardest year. You've got to get people to get buy-in. And I always say the first year, our goal is just to get people there. Don't worry about the raising of the money and all of that. you got to get people there so you know what kind of product you have. And then in years two, okay, now we've, you know, built a base. And now all those people that came – now they're your advertising. They're going out there saying, this is one of the events you got to put on your calendar. This is where we go. you got to come with us. Right. Um, and you're kind of on your way from there. But each time someone comes, you've got to give them, you know, a Class A product because just like companies, individuals 
are looking to only spend their money. You know, we don't just do everything anymore. We say what's important to us, what's fun. So they're also saying, hey, we're going to do X amount of things every year, and you just got to make sure you're one of them. <laughs> it's interesting because as you're talking, I'm thinking about a term that I think I first heard in um, Keith McFarland's book um, uh, about Inc. 5000 companies, um, the term of business gravity, which is, you know, people's companies' expectations of a supplier, you sort of set the floor with your most recent delivery of a product or a service to them, and, and they have ever-increasing expectations because if, if you just do what you did the last time, it sort of is the minimum they expect. So it's almost right. easier, it sounds like, Wendy, to surprise people the first time they come through because they don't know what to expect. But the second year, if it's just the same as the first year, that might be okay but it doesn't wow them the way you wow them the first time. So every year, especially in your industry, it seems like you've got to constantly be moving the needle. It, it sounds like it's it's a it it really is a, a big challenge, but requires kind of a partnership between both you and your client. Absolutely. Oh no, you're so right about that. You know, and I've had clients that just say, "Okay, you know, we'll show up at the event." I'm like, "Well, no, <laughs> you, you need to be somewhat engaged here. You know, this has to be a true union." You know, um, and so you're right about that. And you know, it is funny because every year we do always say, "Okay, that was so awesome," but I'm not sure. You know, but you just take a break, um, you get out of your element, and you know. You go on our brainstorming sessions and we think outside the box and somehow you always come up with that new twist, you know, that new thing. Just like everything in life, we can always do better. Um, but what I've tried to do at my age is now also take a moment to enjoy that moment for at least five minutes. <laughs> right. You need to do that because you work so hard if, and your staff needs it. If you don't give them time to kind of celebrate, then you really denied them what they've worked so hard to get, which is that sense of satisfaction, I would think. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know, sometimes I would think, too, tell me if this works in your industry. Sometimes old is new again. Like, if you do the same thing every year, even if you incrementally improve it, it may not meet with the same uh, aha factor is if you radically change things and then maybe two or three years later you go back to what you did two or three years ago only kind of with current technology and things right and and that feels all brand new again absolutely yeah you're right it's not always the the bigger idea so to speak or the more expensive idea or i wish we could do that you know it's exactly that it's thinking about well what's most important i remember um in my time at the spurs you know it's exactly what you're saying you know we really wanted to have the best customer service uh, department in the industry we really wanted to do that right and um you know i just said hey let's go old school i mean it's it's back to basics it's back to Let's have true conversations. Let's pick up the phone and talk to every season ticket holder. Let's bring the season ticket holders down to the arena. Let's let them watch practices. I mean, this was before they started, you know, doing that a lot. Um, and engage people again. Um, you know, we're here, and I think that's a good example of how it was back to basics. But it, it, we really just were talking to people and engaging with our own clients, yet somehow that was the best thing ever, you know. Right. So, we've got to... you know, one year we were trying to brainstorm, you know, it was actually the year that we won our first championship. Let's come up with something, you know, really cool for the chant, for the playoffs and, you know, do all this. And, you know, we're all sitting around and, you know, we were just saying, oh, go Spurs, go. <laughs> and oh. we're like, well, that can't be it. That's, that's not, you know, creative. That's not unique. But 
we went with it, and to this day, no, it's always go Spurs go. And, you know, you can't get away with it. People want to say that. So sometimes it is just the basics, and, um, you know, people just want to have something they can sink their teeth into. I thought your chant was beat L.A. <laughs> There's definitely that as well. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, this is an Internet-based show. We beam it around the world, so we're not taking sides here, ladies and gentlemen. We love all the sports franchises across the country and if not around the world. I've got about two minutes left with you here today, Wendy, and I'm wondering if you could share with our audience a little bit as the leader of your company, what does the future hold for outside-the-box events? You know, I think, um, you know, going back and forth in this uh, crazy 10 years in a, in a varying economy, and I've just learned that um, kind of like we were just saying, bigger is not always better. Um, more focus is which is where we've gotten. Um, we want to, you know, I've now decided let's stay boutique so that we can um, – be engaged with all of our clients. Um, we can stay a team um, and, you know, really move forward and keeping up. Obviously, we're trying to keep up with the times uh, like everybody else and make sure we're staying current. Um, but it's that good old-fashioned customer service and execution that I think keeps us staying forward and staying close to our clients and um you know obviously we're always going to be thinking outside the box but uh we we want to stay close with our clients too and i think uh us staying a small boutique firm i would rather have to turn down some events versus trying to take on too many that we can't we can't truly go outside the box for people so i think that's the way we're going to keep making pigs fly that's excellent you know i learned in my corporate uh life before i became a full-on entrepreneur that when I was younger, I, I thought more was always better. And then at some point, what I learned is more is just more. It doesn't <laughs> necessarily mean it's better. It just means you have more. And if you really want that, then it is better. But if you if you were satisfied with what you had before, because at one point I became the global director, vice president of sales, and I thought that was so great. But I realized that is a really fundamentally different job than being the you know national sales manager. It, it, it really was uh, just a lot more. And what I gave up was family time and weekends right. with my family. And it, it really didn't feel like it was worth it. It was just more. It felt good on my resume, but my quality of life wasn't what I That's what right. it had been before. That's right. And, you know, you can only be your best when you are living a balanced life. And I think a little bit of that comes with age and experience, you know, that, you know, we've both had. And um, I think in order to, you know, be the best that you can be is, is making sure that you are living a balanced life. And at some point we, we wake up and realize that. And I think that's a good time. Tell me how people can find you online. How do they find your firm outside the box, outside the box events online? That's pretty much how they do it, outsidetheboxevents.com, and they can they can find us and uh, watch videos and check us out. We're also on Facebook at Outside the Box Events, so love love for people to uh, call in or email us, and if you have any questions and want to think outside the box, to get a hold of us. Well, I want to thank Peter Broiler, who is our Renaissance Executive Forums partner in San Antonio, for bringing you and your firm to our attention. You've been a great guest, a wonderful interview. The time has just flown by. Thanks for being a part of our community and, and kind of welcome to the Friends of Critical Mass Coast to Coast, Wendy. Well, thank you for thinking outside the box, Rick. I appreciate it. Have a great day. You too. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes this episode of Critical Mass Coast to Coast. I'd like to thank our engineer today, Paul Roberts who looks very similar to our engineer yesterday in many ways, which should remain 
uh, unspoken here on the radio show today. I'd also like to thank our producer, Rachel Franzi. This is the last show where she is the full-time exclusive producer. Next week, we'll bring on our new producer, and Rachel will be phasing out to go on to bigger and better challenges in her career, and we wish her nothing but the greatest of success. I'd like to thank Kathleen Shepard, who is our guest coordinator, and our marketing communications manager, Kelly Falters. This is your host, Rick Franzi, saying until the next time we have a chance to talk, here's hoping that all of your decisions will move your business in a positive direction. You've been listening to Critical Mass Coast to Coast, right here on Orange County's only community radio station, OCTalkRadio.net.